Liverpool. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, listener. On my right wing is Neil. On my left wing is Tom. And I'm Nick, your dreadful false nine. It's been the international break this weekend, and uh, um, it's boring. Hey, England qualified for the Euros. That's true. Yawn. I think Hungary, are they officially qualified yet? Not sure if they had to win today or not. They ended up with a 2-2 draw after being two down. But uh, Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk about who in the team looked good, who didn't look good. I mean, I think everyone kind of ended up looking good. Yeah, I think everybody had a good break. I mean, with one exception. With one exception, yes. It was a literal break. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Would um, it be a dislocation? It's not a break. Yeah, it depends ball on... And, may, ball may, and socket. May require yeah. surgery. We'll get to it in a minute. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But Tom, Yo. you were at the Germany-USA friendly, right? That I was. How was it? It was really good. Um... I, one thing I didn't like, you know what, was that USA fans booed the German national anthem. That was something I didn't like. Wow. It was very unsportsmanlike. Did they sing about being any bombers in the air? No, that's a British thing. You say that's an upgrade then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that was the one yeah. thing I disliked from the whole yeah. thing. But it was great atmosphere. We had good fun. Where uh, was it? It was in that um, East Hartford place. Oh. Right? Field. Yeah. Oh. You where you can't play. 45,000. Wow. That's uh, pretty Germany cool. won 3-1. Yeah, I saw. Um but yeah, we were really close. Uh, like apparently, uh, USA didn't come out for the second half of, from the match report I read. Yeah, it was. Yeah, dire is what I heard for the second half. Yeah, going to control that entire yeah. midfield. Like it's a, you have a treble winner versus an MLS player, yeah. and um, <laughs> there's a guy that comes, the United kid that comes to the Redstone. Can't yep. his name. Andrew, is it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. He, him and myself were chatting about that, and he was making those points of like, oh, look, he probably earns, you know, four grand while he earns like 40 grand. Yeah. Probably more than that. Well, well, I wasn't on him a good one at the time. Well, the but, Germany squad was pretty good. I yeah. Mean, I was. saw the lineup. I was like, uh oh, it's going to be a long day for my friends. We were pretty close. You could feel the sweat off uh, Sane. Yeah. How close were you? He's a fucking quality player. Oh, huh? he was watching rumors Rudiger. that Liverpool have um, Sane um, tapped for um, the replacement for Salah. After, Salah going after January. what I saw this weekend, I'll take him. I didn't really. Well, it was yeah, also take a bank reject. Yeah. Sane is also yes. very. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It depends. <laughs> I'll take him. Uh, Sane is also very young, which I didn't realize. I was looking at his stats this weekend. He's in his early 20s, I think. Oh, no. Oh, it's yeah. A, it'd be a great pickup. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Rudiger, wow! Yeah, that man is tall and broad. Oh, I believe. Um, hello, <laughs> easy guys. <laughs> uh, so, tell our friend Sarah that too. <laughs> I Liverpool didn't have any players in that. No, they no. did not. No, 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 no. We don't have. I would have gone if yeah. there if there was a Liverpool player. Yeah, I stayed home too. So, can yeah. we talk about Liverpool? I really hate internationals. Yeah, well, yeah. let's After get your through. yawn. You certainly went droned on about it for long enough. <laughs> well, <laughs> he was my, there. It's my first actual like proper game i've gone to a couple of mls games but they don't really count <laughs> no they do proper not. actual professional watching people actually be able to play in america and then against america so half of the players could actually well that play. and pulisic pulisic yeah who had a goal early right he had yeah. the first goal of the game it was actually pretty decent and yeah. keep going <laughs> anyway so let's do a quick injury report uh not much has changed with one glaring exception so right now we've still got jones who has two more games of his suspension jata is relieved of his suspension uh gakpo there's still no update on, well, on jones jones wasn't able to play the premier league game the last one because of the suspension right. he didn't have any action in any um um of the international break so now, is he still 21 no he's 22 now in january of and he's not so, in the english team so and he's not um, not yeah, even a reserve so, 
So, no. Okay. So, should we come back very fit, I guess, is the... Uh, so, he, so he would have trained with Liverpool while they were gone. So yes, yeah. whoever was there. Um, we have who else? Connor Bradley, Gakpo, uh, Tiago, and uh, Bayatic. Whatever his name is. <laughs> Bashatek? Bashatek, Bayatic. Bayatic. Yeah. cell batteries? I don't know. No one says it the same way. Um, they're all injured still with all the same. I, I don't think the calf injury for Bradley is, the, or Bachetech, I mean, is not. There's been no update on that. Connor Bradley, I don't even know if we have an I official I think we're just going to hear something this week. Yeah. Know, probably tomorrow, actually. We may hear a little bit of an injury report update. Okay. So, Tiago, same thing. I'd be surprised if we see him in red again unless he's back at Bayern. You say that every week. I know. I know. Uh, the big one is Andrew Robertson, our he, fearless he left go, back. He wouldn't go back to Bayern. I say he go to Barcelona. Yeah, if he probably, goes anywhere, probably. Sorry, um, Andrew Robertson uh, suffered a severe shoulder injury in Scotland's. Was that a qualifier or a friendly? Qualifier. It was a qualifier. Ooh, even worse. Um, yeah, they were playing Spain, I think. Yeah, and yeah, he came off the field, not good. Had his uh, shirt made sling. We haven't had any official updates, but right now, before we know exactly what the nature of the injury is, we could have lost him for quite a few months. Rumor is he may require surgery. That was the rumor. If there's ligament damage and all that kind of stuff. Best case scenario, three to four weeks. Worst case scenario, three to four months. Yes, exactly. And that could be most of, if not the entire season. Now, I had to look at his injury or, or previous injuries through Hull and, you know, whatever else. He didn't have any shoulder injuries at all. So he, this, if he has dislocated it, this is bad. Mm-hmm. I dislocated mine once and now it pops in and out all the time. Yeah. So yeah. Same. Yeah, Same. it's I've horrible. Both, both shoulders are bad uh, for me and it's not fun. Um, oh, oh, no. So, yeah. So, the good news is... Samikas had a great Samikas had a great game as, as that cover and left back. I mean, it's... He was one of the highest rated. So he had the highest dribbling percentage of anyone during the international break uh, for this go. He had an assist. They were playing somebody terrible though, weren't they? Uh, no, they played Netherlands and... They played Ireland. The That's what he's getting at. But he doesn't. He knows that. Oh, <laughs> I forgot it was Ireland. Uh, I refer back to my previous comment. Uh, not a good weekend this is for the Ireland. the same reason why I've always been saying, get rid of Kenny. Yeah. Get rid of Kenny. It might actually be happening. Really? Yeah. Go on. They might be getting rid of Kenny as the manager of. Is there the a backup kind of? I don't know. I think that's what they're searching for. Oh, that's kind of good news. I'd um, like a you know at least a B class manager. You know, yeah, someone that knows how to play a game. Yeah, that would be nice. That isn't from the League of Ireland. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, League of Ireland is great and all that, but it's great football because it's all competitive with each other. Yeah, it's when they go compete with everyone else. It's not great. And also, um, England keep taking Irish players. That too. Go on. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. Who, who, it, I know Neil's getting restless, but who is the best current Irish national player, would you say? Ferguson? Mm. I, you know what? I don't watch it enough to really know, so okay. I can't give you that answer. On, in the Premier McGinn. League, Evan Ferguson is the one to watch. He's phenomenal. He's is McGinnam Irish or is he Scottish? I think he's Scottish. He's Scottish. Yeah, he's Scottish. Probably he's is Irish. They probably stole him, huh, Tom? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> and when when those British and colonize everything, it just gets <laughs> jumbled up, doesn't it? Very, very unfortunate potato. weekend for Ireland between the rugby <laughs> world. Cup. What did you say? I said nothing. He okay. just went potato. <laughs> oh, no. 
Uh, yeah, tough weekend for Ireland. We watched them get bounced out in the quarterfinal of the Rugby World Cup. Uh, they had a rough go in the internationals. Uh, Shamrock Rovers won. <laughs> Yawn. <laughs> I don't um, even know what they won. The Electricity League Premier League. Premier what? Division, sorry. Uh, Shamrock Rovers? Yeah. They, they, it's just a, just a match. That's they just won a match. Yeah. Okay, yeah. then moving along. So anyway. <laughs> even I don't care. <laughs> so let's get on to England so that, that Neil can put his doo-doo back in his butt um what yeah that's right that was a weird american expression i don't think it's an american expression i think that's an original i have never used but. the word doo-doo <laughs> but sorry Other than shit, that. shite back in your arse <laughs> shite back in your arse. uh trent alexander arnold is the best footballer in the world i didn't think he was that impressive in that first qualifier that is first friendly against australia uh, yeah. E- yes, I believe so. Um, You're going to come he up was, with stats like XG or something to prove me wrong now, aren't you? No, actually, I didn't, do, I didn't need it. <laughs> he, I just had to watch the match. The problem with him was that despite how good his play was, and I sent you a 10-minute highlight video of just how good he was. So if you didn't watch that, that's shame on you. Shame on me. Yeah. How come you didn't send it to me? Because I figured you had seen it. It was on you Reddit. Apparently, knew oh, no. how good he oh. was. It's and just you, me who's educating. What I kind of saw from this, this from his performance, was that it was the rest of the England squad that were shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it was uh, Australia, and it was the second team. I mean, Trent doesn't start for England it, anyway. He they, should. The starters played today. He was. His passes were incredible. He had a couple of passes that absolutely had my jaw in my. Kyle lap. Walker, I'm convinced, is still better. Not as a complete player. That's absurd. Kyle Walker's lost a step too. He's not as good as he was. I'm not saying Didn't he's he just still win one of an the award best. or something for like best defender or some shit. He might just, have just putting that out there. I mean, when you're, I could you, be wrong. So when you're legitimately go, hey. the best in the world and you lose a step, you're still the one of the best in the world. I would take Trent over Kyle Walker any day, but we use Trent differently. He's an inverted fullback. Agreed. Where Kyle Walker does not play that role but i'm actually going to get into a little bit more trent talk later so i'm not going to exhaust myself here he was great the big problem i saw in the england match was that the other players first england match the, the first Australia england game. match yes because i don't think trent played no he did not yeah yeah kyle walker did kyle walker did right he, he is a better true tried and true right back defender I, i'll give kyle walker that all day um it just seems like the rest of the england squad is not used to how trent passes the ball i mean so to me though it was a bit more like when we put a b team out for liverpool and then you say that the team doesn't click together it's yeah. you know this team doesn't this isn't trent against australia was playing with a bunch of second strings and so i mean jack Grealish, marcus rashford they're still the second string uh, no Rash, rashford played that game yeah okay so yeah he, he played he, again today he so. bollocks the pass that was like i i was watching it i think it was rashford Trent played a through ball, threaded the needle absolutely perfectly, and yes. Rashford got beat on the ball. And I was like, if that was Diaz or Darwin, they would have been running away with it. Yeah, I mean, no offense to Rashford, he just doesn't have the legs that Darwin and, and Diaz have. He's just not the fastest guy. Um, he's a great player, even out of form. I think he's pretty fast. I wouldn't. I don't know what their um, uh, times over sixty meters are in the combine. Well, you should do more. more, more. <laughs> oh, there's the NFL. There we go. Okay. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Trent really impressed me this weekend, even though it was Draft or some shit. <laughs> Nerd. 
He was very impressive over the weekend, even if his numbers weren't sparkly and shiny. That's why you watch the games. Um, let's talk about Virgil van Dyke and Kanate. Penalty for VVD to send a... In the um, second game, yeah. Send a Holland through to the uh, Euros, uh, yeah. despite having laser pointers in his eyes. Took it very nicely, too. What is with the laser pointers in the eyes, man? I am so sick of seeing that shit. People are assholes. I don't yeah. know what I'm yeah. to say. Yeah. In yeah. the words of my favorite Iowa people, people equal shit. Okay. <laughs> Slipknot. Like it. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Netherlands loses to France 1-2. Canate um, played in that game, yeah. Yeah, he was awesome, but he pretty much always is. And then you mentioned Verge scoring. You hear Canate beforehand saying, they asked him, does he look up to Van Dyke? And he's like, no, I look up to Ramos. Really? He yeah. said that? He did. Canate. <laughs> I'm very disappointed. I hope he was being cheeky. He's like, I believe I can be better than Virgil van Dijk. And, um, and my idol as a kid was always uh, Sergio Ramos. Oh, God. Did I put in an order for a Kanate shirt with you, Tom? Because if so, <laughs> you can scratch it. <laughs> no, man. Oh, that's disappointing. Uh, Diaz and Darwin faced off. Um, Diaz still, to me, watching that match is so hot and cold, like how I feel about him as a player. And maybe that's just me. No, I think you. I think you named it. He can finish off. He can finish a beautiful strike. He can work his socks off, and then he can miss something really easy and be absent. It's like I'm not quite sure what you're going to get. Did you guys see the highlight that Diaz had when he recovered the ball that led to their second goal or first goal in against Uruguay? Oh, it was incredible. Um, they're on the touchline. Diaz is beat by one of the Uruguayan players. Uh, challenges him, gets it back. They have a scuffle right on the line. Ball doesn't go out of bounds. Diaz turns, steals the ball, gets it up to the, the uh, right winger, and then it eventually leads to a goal that was completely generated from Diaz's absolute hustle. Incredible sequence. I mean, he's very good in tight spaces. He's good at mm-hmm. hustling, tracking, uh, chasing the ball down. Very much like, and I don't think you watched the um, England-Italy game today, but um, that's what Bellingham did twice. Bellingham um, chased down lost causes and um, created two goals to what it today. So, but putting Diaz in the same category as um, as that. Yeah, Diaz works really hard, gets the ball in tight mm-hmm. spaces, and gets out of those tight spaces and usually lays on something creative. Yeah, so. or, just gets, gets or wins a foul. Or wins a foul, yeah. His passing isn't great. That's my biggest complaint about him, and his passing in this game was absolutely dreadful. His numbers were, you know, I'm not even going to go into him. And he gets bullied on the ball. He lost 10 of his 15 duels. I mean, he just doesn't have this strength that I wish he had. Like, you look at a guy like Salah, who is probably smaller than Diaz, but he's just impossibly strong for his size, and he doesn't get bullied as much. He gets kicked, and he gets fouled, but he doesn't he's get also bullied. also Premier League experience of being bullied and fouled. And um, I mean, this is Diaz's third year in the Premier League. I mean, at this point, we can't say that he's... Well, okay, he's going into his third year, I think. Um what do we get? Yeah, show him. What is it? 20, 22, he signed for Liverpool. Yeah. Right, during the January window. Am I remembering that yeah. correctly? Okay. All right. I'm mistaken. Second year. Then. Um, and he didn't play for most of last year, too. No, I, I'm just saying, I, I do think... Uh, you're not wrong. I think he's got some time to um, to increase his physicality. I, mean, I think yeah. that's the, the situation with lots of players who join Liverpool. How old is any he? Premier League teams. 26. 26. Uh, yeah, he's got to hit the weights. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Carvalho. I think, yeah, I was going to say a few of them have to. Well, Carvalho's not even 20 yet, so at least he's got that. He's experience. not at Liverpool. 
No. Hopefully, he's alone. he'll That's be back. He's, he's not even there. Yeah. He'll be back. Well, he's not getting any time because I follow him on Fop Mob, and he's not he's not getting any playing time where he is right now he's either. Come back like David Ortiz. That's a baseball Ooh, reference. that's a good one. Yeah, from Minnesota to Red Sox. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Starts hitting the steroids. Uh, no, it was called working out. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. That's what Paul Pogba did too, right? <laughs> Fucking wank. Anyway, Hungary, very close to my heart. My Hungarian family was all, I'm sure, very excited. Uh, Saboslai, who looked absolutely phenomenal all weekend. Uh, he had he two goals and two assists, I think, or two goals and one assist. Uh, or maybe it was one goal and one assist, but either, I don't fucking remember. I was bowing down at his feet at the time. I, uh, yeah, he missed the second missed one. The second <laughs> one I, uh, I mean, what a player. Absolute. I mean, Agreed. this is, this is going to be one of the best pickups. We're, we're going to be talking about him the way we were talking about Mane and, and Salah and stuff in a year's time, I think. Um, and then, Neil, you were on about uh, Harvey Elliott. You want to give us some... Uh... Yeah, just Javier Elliott got a lot of plaudits. Uh, 3-2 defeat to Ukraine for the England under-21s. and But, uh, but Elliott was a, a star performer there. And then... Two goals England, in the 9-1 victory. Yeah, was it 9-1 or 9-0? 9-1. Against such a bolter? Yes, I believe so. Oh, no, I think it was... I don't think it was. It was Serbia. No, it's Serbia. Serbia, yeah. Serbia. That's a good result against Serbia. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so two goals and two assists there. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Yeah, so... Great weekend for him. The only thing I'll say there is that Elliot played two games. Yeah. Yeah. So. And he is playing a midfield role in the England U21s. And Dead. I I just, I know I've been saying he's not a midfielder. I stand by that in the Liverpool team. Spoiler alert, I don't have him in my starting 11 against um, Everton. I don't think I ever have. <laughs> I haven't done mine. Okay. Get to it. Get to it. All right, final thing I want to discuss, and we'll try to keep this brief. Jordan Henderson. Boo. No, don't do that. Don't do that. And that's exactly what we're talking about. Um, So Jordan Henderson's legacy, at least in the eyes of a lot of English fans, has been moderately tarnished by his decision to go to the Middle East. Money, money, money. It's so funny. So here's my question, because we did briefly talk about it when it happened, but uh, you know we were doing season prep, so we didn't make much of it. Do you guys honestly, truly believe it was money or playing time? Who cares? I care. That's why I'm bringing it up. Uh, I don't believe it was one or the other. I think it's a combination. Klopp said he wouldn't be a starter, and Saudi Arabia was offering him five times his salary. I think those two things together mean that Trent, uh, sorry, means that Jordan had a pretty easy choice to make. But I don't necessarily think he shouldn't be criticized for that choice. He went for the money. He could have he could have stayed. And I think his, his legacy would have been cemented, but his bank balance would have been light. Uh, do I blame him for taking the money? No. Do I blame people for criticizing him for taking the money? No, I don't. Right. Do I like booing? Yeah. No. Not really. I'm not sure it really helps. I'm not sure what the England fans were hoping to achieve by booing <laughs> booing one of their players. Well, think? first of all, I think a lot of people don't think he should be in the starting lineup, which yeah, I mean, that's I'm not sure I do either. anymore either. Yeah. You know, last uh, in the World Cup, I thought when he did come on, he did make a difference because he's a great leader, but he, he just doesn't have the legs for it anymore. My issue is uh, I think that I understand the criticism and to a degree, I agree with it. I think that Jordan Henderson, part of his legacy was his morals, and he was very outspoken about that. 
and then going to That's Saudi the problem, Arabia. Isn't it? You, um, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword. I'm fine with him taking the money and going and, to Saudi Arabia. Uh, I, I, I'm fine with him going to uh, Saudi Arabia for money and everything. The thing that bothered me, even leaving Liverpool, he didn't leave a tarnished. There was it wasn't ugly. My thing was that he was always one of the bastions of inclusion, no room for racism, the the rainbow armband, all that. And he went somewhere that completely nullifies every all the goodwill that he had earned. Five times his salary. But no, I understand what's, that. What's the difference between that and, let's say, him coming to America and living in the Deep South in Baptist country, right? Or him going to... There's Any a big other country, there. Right? that's a straw man argument, my friend. There's a big difference there. That's if he was living in a, a a pocket of racist people in the South, and like posting that on Facebook or something. Sure, I guess, but he literally went to a country where we just dealt with all of this stuff with the World Cup. I mean, article after article after yeah. article that about was Qatar. Not- no, but I mean, they all share these same beliefs for the most part about. I'm not going to tarnish a whole yeah, people with one, I'm not tarnishing especially in them. the current climate. I'm not. That is not my Autumn? intention here. I'm just well, saying I understand and appreciate the criticism, but I would never boo the player the way so, people are. I so think it's silly. As a captain, you don't want to be sitting on your bench yeah. ha- half of the game. James yeah, Miller did. Again, as a captain, you don't want to be sitting on your bench half the game. You want to be out there leading the team. James Milner sat on the bench quite happily. Happily. He's the vice. He, he's 30. He's the same age as I am. I'm not going to give that away. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's happily drawing his pension at, well, when he was at Liverpool and playing when he wanted to and doing everything he wanted to, and he could keep up with them. Henderson, on the other hand, in my opinion, and simply my opinion, as captain of Liverpool, he did not want to be on the bench. And if that is the role he was going to play come this season Mm -hmm. less and less game time where you can go to any place you want kind of yeah i don't think he's gonna end up being a liverpool legend because of it i hope that's not true i really i genuinely hope that that's not true and that would be fickle yeah because he's given 10 years i understand the criticism about the morality issue but him going somewhere that's his own issue gerard could have earned more money and gone to chelsea Sure, he did score for Chelsea just before that. Yeah, but that was that was when he was in his prime. He did go to LA Galaxy when his career was done at Liverpool, and it. I don't criticize him for leaving. He wanted the game time. He wanted the money. He wasn't going to get that from Liverpool. It was an amicable split. Not a big deal. It was more the moral side of things that bothered me, but not enough that I would ever boo him. I guess is is kind of my. So we can agree on that. Yeah, it's his life. Let him live it himself. Yeah. If yeah, he makes exactly. regret, if he has regrets, that's his own regrets, not ours. We shouldn't boo the man for yeah. making his own life path. Agreed. And Agreed. money he's wise, he's going to set up his kids for the rest of their lives. Who gives a fuck? Oh, it's generational Who gives wealth. A fuck? Yeah. Right. Again, he made a lot of money with Liverpool, so I guess the money. I genuinely think it was an even. This is a lot of money, and I get to play every game. I don't blame him for that. And again, fair fucks to him. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. He's a Liverpool away. legend. I'd run away for five hundred thousand a week. He's a Liverpool yeah, but legend. You're not as good as him. Ambassador for rights, right? You yeah. can't be an ambassador for rights and then run away from the money. That just makes you a hypocrite. And that's my only criticism. If it was one thing and not the other, I would say, yeah, go whatever, go play for the Bundesliga or whatever the way Harry Kane did. But that's not what he did. So 
again, I don't want to get too again, much thicker. His choice, his regrets. It is, yeah. And no one should make him feel bad for his choice. Again, when we're talking about a moral issue, I think that's where it comes in. But anyway, we're going to take a quick break and look at the table. Welcome back, listener. We're looking at the table. Let's see how it's set for uh, this week's fixtures. Tottenham, numero uno, the steaming pile of hotspur. Actually tied with Arsenal on points. Tied with Arsenal on points. And goal differential. Yeah, you're right. Goes down for goals for. Okay. For the idiots from uh, Spurs who were were saying, how come they they listed, sorry, from Arsenal, like, how come they listed Tottenham first? We're alphabetically first. It's like, read the rules, you stupid Arsenal fans. Okay. There you go. So Arsenal's in second. How do you feel about that? (laughs) Well, first Tottenham. Neither of those teams will be in first and second come the end of the season. You don't think so? No. I don't even think they'll be there the Christmas time. I don't know. Tottenham... I think... uh, So the Premier League posted something on their Instagram... Uh, this weekend of the two unbeaten teams that remain, which are Tottenham and Arsenal. And from our, uh, by the way, at Come On Red Men podcast, go give us a follow. Uh, I posted uh, a little comment that said, uh, check complete, good process, boys. (laughs) Because that is very, very false. Um, There are three unbeaten teams in the Premier League right now. And I'm not letting let it, go. it go. I'm never going to let, let it go. Let it go. Never going to let it go. Anyway. Just like Elsa from Frozen. Let it go. I just can't do it, man. I hate Spurs. It had to happen against Spurs. It's happened so often in history on so many different levels. Yeah. VAR and no VAR. The game is what the game is. It's what VAR I hear, is. I hear there's on. someone looking for a replay against Sunderland for a beach ball incident. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> so... Uh, if you don't know what that is, Google it. I know all about that. David uh, James in goal? No, it was Pep. Oh, no, uh, Reyna. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reyna. Um, okay, so Tottenham, I think they're the real deal. Uh, Madison has completely made that. Madison is the scariest player on their team. It's squad depth, the reason I don't think they'll be there at the end. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. I don't admittedly know who all is in their squad going deeper, but... Yeah, it does kind of feel like they're clinging on right now. And if they do have one significant player go down with an injury that lasts even a they few games. They had to score two late goals against, was it Sheffield United? Two late goals to win? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Late uh, goals against Liverpool to win. They've, I mean, the sign of a team that can win the title is getting the results when you don't play well. I've said that before, and Tottenham are showing that. Yeah. I just don't think they can keep it going all season. Barely beat Liverpool with only nine men on the pitch. Yeah, um, all of those things. Now, at the same time, when Leicester were in this position early in the season, I firmly believe there's no way that they could keep it going either. And uh, and they won and the they league. Did. So, uh, so yeah. Um, can Tottenham do it? Absolutely. Will they do it? Mm, I doubt I th- it. I think their first team has a ton of quality. Agreed. But I do agree with your point where, yeah, if they don't have the depth and need to go into it, that's where they're going to start losing points. They're also going to Spurs it. They're going to Spurs it. Yeah. They're Spurs. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, is that a one-man squad anymore with Kane gone? Is this why they're opening up a little bit and playing the way they are? Yeah, I know they struggle against nine-man Liverpool and they struggle against Sheffield and 
but that's Spurs. That's how they play. It's the Ewing effect. They lost Harry Kane and had to retool their mm. entire system, and it turns out that they have players that they can use. They utilize correctly, yeah. Exactly, which mm. they weren't doing before when they were playing the ball through Harry Kane. So... And Conte was... You don't think they have yeah. the numbers to... Well, when we think of numbers, we look at Man City and their three teams. Um, <laughs> I think Liverpool has a, a better quality... Squad depth? Nobody has a squad depth the City have. No. But Liverpool have five subs on the bench now who I would trust in in every game. And Absolutely. we've yeah. got to trust them in the upcoming games with the injuries and the um, suspensions. So, so yeah, I think Liverpool's got a better bench than Tottenham have. I agree. Mm-hmm. Do they have a better bench than Arsenal? Or do Arsenal struggle with the same thing that Spurs do, which is squad Arsenal getting better than they were last year. They've made some improvements, I think. But I don't rate some of their players as much. I don't... Havertz is Shit. still currently a failure. Shit. Yeah, I mean, he's still currently a failure, a reject. Um, I haven't seen Arteta change that at all yet. Mm. Not like Salah was a monumentally different player when he came from Roma than he was the player that left Chelsea. Fair, fair. Mm-hmm. They also desperately need a striker. Arsenal do not have Havertz. Right. No, <laughs> I think that's what he's talking about. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. no. They they need they need a tried and true striker, um, at least for Arteta's system, and they just don't have that right now. Uh, Jesus can. I, I great player. I rate him, but he's not the one. No, no, I don't think so. Um, so those are my feelings on Arsenal. I think they do have decent depth. I would still say Liverpool have better depth. Yeah, I would agree. say, other than City, I trust Liverpool's depth. And I know that sounds biased, but I'm genuinely not being biased from an analytical, statistical standpoint. I say Liverpool has the second best depth in the league. And I agree with you. Uh, my feeling is that I I thought we were going to be woefully short at the beginning of the season, but... I think everyone had that thought. Yeah, the midfield rebuild. I mean, not an episode goes by without saying we're still short of a right back, but Gomez has been great this year. He's been brilliant. Honestly, I would say not just the transfers we brought in, but the development of the players that were already there almost give us like between Curtis Jones and Joe Gomez really stepping up and becoming better players. Graven Birch coming into the team and being great. Obviously, we have our two number eights, uh, McAllister and Sabosly. And even Endo. I mean, we haven't seen him much, but I have faith in him. Endo. Um, but we'll we'll talk about that with lineups when we, when we get to that. I would say in the transfer window, Tottenham and Liverpool really won the transfer window this year um, based on what we've seen through eight weeks of matches. So I would say that I agree with you about Tottenham. I would say it's going to be this top four here is going to be the top four come. You so know. we got City in third, yeah. Liverpool in fourth. I think those two will be in the top four. I'm not sure whether Tottenham and Arsenal will stay there. I think Newcastle will come up. You've heard me say it all the way through. And I think United will come up. And I think Chelsea will come up, but won't get in the top four. Yeah, I think Chelsea is going to be hovering in the middle of the table between 8th and 12th for most of the season. Um, I don't see West Ham staying up there. Villa and Brighton. Actually, before you go there, can we just talk about... We've talked at the top of the table about Tottenham and Arsenal. Yeah. But could we just talk about the fact that the leading scorers in the league are Brighton and the second leading scorers are Newcastle? Uh, Yeah, impressive for sure. And that's what makes football such a funny old game, as you've said before. Um, Yeah, but Brighton have... Kevin Keegan. 
Is it really? I'll have to add that one to my list. No, it's renowned as the worst get- book in the history of the planet. Oh, really? Yes. Why? It's, it's a famous joke from a sitcom in England uh, that they finally discovered what the, the most boring book ever written was. Football, it's a funny old game by Kevin Keegan is the line. But anyway, there you go. Oh, That's from Red Dwarf. It is indeed from Red Dwarf. Oh, I love that show. <laughs> and our Red Dwarf is back. Yeah, we haven't <laughs> talked about Red Dwarf this season. Uh, they're all dead, Dave. That's why. They're dead, Dave. Uh, anyway, so back to sort of the, the lower top of the table. We've got Villa and Brighton sitting fifth and sixth. It wouldn't surprise me if they kind of stayed there for most of the season the way they're playing. Villa is a phenomenal team and super exciting to watch. Brighton, same, but I'm still kind of salty over our draw, so I'm not going to be nice to them today. <laughs> Uh, West Ham, I don't know what to think of them right now. Um, no comment on James Ward-Prowse? Uh, best player in the league. <laughs> best player in the league. Oh, Huge James. fan. Love that guy. <laughs> love him. Love him, love him, love him. Mercy. So underrated. I feel so much better now that he's playing at the level he's playing at with a decent squad because everything I've been saying for like five years now is is I finally feel vindicated. Take your hand from under the table. <laughs> Uh, hold on give me a minute or two no no make eye contact <laughs> anyway uh crystal palace being a ninth surprises me uh Don't so they hold on ninth no 11th is okay, their historical <laughs> uh but newcastle being an eighth this is where i rate newcastle it wouldn't surprise me if they jump a couple of spots or drop a couple of spots but that's pretty much whatever's where I, in that coffee cup that you're drinking i'd like some because you're going crazy then why are they eighth? Why are they eighth for a bad run of form? That's why. I mean, yeah, but this happens every fucking year. Every team on this in this table will have a bad run of form yeah. because they've just had those early, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, agree. If I'm right, I I'm agree. Wrong, Newcastle but... will be probably around fifth or so. Um, I don't see Chelsea and United coming up and into the top four. United, I could see coming up, not top four. I don't think they're tenth. I don't even want to predict the top four. Um, because I'll just eat a hat later on. Yeah, but yeah. I can see what being—that's why we do this time. Yeah, no, to be ridiculed. Don't, yeah, don't let me taunt you a second yeah. time. <laughs> so, so we talked about the um, the top goal scorers, yeah. Brighton and Newcastle. The people with the um, least goals conceded are West Ham. At, th- at least least goals conceded. Oh, sorry, no, no, that's no. their goal goals difference. Goals, yeah, sorry, four yeah, goals conceded. Arsenal, Man City, huh? Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. With so Palace, Ars- with Palace coming in after that, Palace and Chelsea. Wow, interesting. But I mean, that makes sense because they're not scoring goals. And Chelsea, yeah, Jackson can't score and Sterling can't score. I know they each got one last week. But Unfortunately, if- Jackson's a great player. Um, I think he's struggling with Chelsea syndrome. And Crystal Palace are missing Zaha. So something else I wanted to bring up. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, he's in Turkey now. Yeah, Playing very well in, in Turkey, by the way. Uh, Arsenal have changed their goalkeeper. We haven't mentioned that. Indeed. Aaron Ramsdale's out. So... Raya. It, yeah, Raya, who I guess has been really good. I mean, I don't watch a lot of Arsenal. He's been okay. Um, he is the classic Arteta. Sorry, did I say Arteta? Did I mean Pep? I'm not sure which who I meant. Uh, same he's, thing. He's the classic uh, goalkeeper passing it out from the back. Remember who did ask, who did City sign and then they signed Edison? They signed, didn't they sign? Oh, um, Arisa Balaga was that Chelsea? I don't, I don't remember but off the top of my it's head. It's the classic one. You sign a keeper to play out the back. They thought Ramsdale could play out the back, and he couldn't play out the back. It's a so great shot brought, stopper. Yeah, so they brought Raya in. 
Okay. But Raya. Where did he come from? Brentford. Brentford. Okay. And he played out from the back, but I'm not convinced. I don't know. I mean, he's better than Onan or whatever his name is. There. Oh, God, yeah. So um, You mean United Keeper? I think he's doing a great job. <laughs> so do I. Absolutely. I think they should give Thanks him a pay rise. listening to Come On Redmen, where we love bad keepers. I <laughs> uh, hate bad refereeing. Oh, God, don't remind me. Uh, yeah, no, Arsenal, I, I assume Ray is probably a stopgap. They're probably looking for someone a little more like a Becker or an Ederson. If they really want to compete at the top of the table... They need I wouldn't a, be surprised, but I don't think they'll do anything this season. No, no, probably not. But I would say a striker and and a keeper that's really good at playing okay. out from the back. Where would Ramsdale go? I don't know. He's got a lot of youth on his side. No, he? he's a great shot stopper. He needs to play for a team that's not playing out from the back. And he'll shine, I think. Oh. Don't know. Do Interesting not know. quandary. Uh all right. Anything else on the top of the table here? Any other thoughts or comments? I don't want Tottenham to be there. No, I don't. But again, I don't think they'll they'll be there for long. Uh, and I agree. I think United are going to jump up. I just don't see them challenging for Europe. And if Newcastle end up fifth, sixth, again, I don't know that that would surprise me. Um, they're just, I don't know. What, what is Newcastle missing? Some Geordie women. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> What is Newcastle missing? Yeah, what are they missing that's going to keep them from really being part of that that elite group at the top? They've got great attack. More transfers. Uh, Wilson and Isak are good. Good, not, not great. They yeah. don't have like that one piece. Yeah. So, they could probably do with upgrades at attack. Midfield, they've just been a little incon- inconsistent with mm-hmm. Almiron, Gamares. There's a couple of players in the MLS that are looking for loans. Not gonna right. take no, I'm joking. Uh, well, <clears throat> Messi's looking for a loan back, isn't he? No, no, <laughs> I was yeah. just making a joke. What Sorry. is uh, Pope's? There, what's their goal differential right now? Nine? Am yeah. I looking at, or is it eleven? Whatever it is, there. Eleven goal difference for him. Okay. okay. All right. So Chelsea? Pope is still. No, he's no, not so as nine good. Nine goal difference for Newcastle. Oh. Nick Pope isn't as good as he was last year, but he's still. I would put him in the top five. Keepers. So I was going to say something in defense um, for them actually that. Um, you know, Trippier's a great, great creative mid, uh, defender, but um, I seem who have they got uh, else in defense? They've got Botman, who's been out injured. Botman's injured. That's a good point. So forgot about that. Yeah, he's so yeah, I, I think I think Newcastle will be all right. They'll get some reinforcements and they'll be up there. All right, so it's mostly their attack could use some some buttoning up, and that'll that'll give them that extra edge. Yeah, I was surprised with their result against um, West Ham. Okay. At the bottom of the table? Yeah, let's take a look. So we'll start at the bottom and work our way up. Not a lot of surprises here. Um, well, let me ask you guys. Do you see any surprises here? We'll, we'll go 15 down. So we've got Brentford, Everton, Luton, Burnley, Bournemouth, and Sheffield. Yeah. Mm, that Wolves aren't further down. That's a surprise. Yeah, they've been playing well, though, lately. They had a horrible start to the season, but, but I mean, I, I get it. It's a draw, win, a draw. Mm-hmm. That's not a great three-game fixture result list, but at the same time, they've been playing significantly better than I think they started. There's a lot they of talent in that They beat City, so... They beat City. Yeah, but, um, yeah. How much do we think Rodri... I was being, curious to where those two wins came from. I mean, City, yeah. that's a phenomenal win. Yeah. Um, Rodri being out of the team... I well, Rodri and De Bruyne have both been out. It's been a big, big problem. For yeah, CBA. that's that's really where they, I, I know we're jumping back to the top of the table. It's just 
crossed no, my mind. we're talking about them losing to Wolves. Yeah, we're talking about them losing to Wolves. But so they lost three fixtures in a row mm-hmm. for the first time in five years or whatever. Um, do we really think that's all because of uh, De Bruyne and, and Rodri being out? Are they losing a step? Are some of their players just not playing up to their potential? It's never one thing. I think it's a little bit of everything you said. Right. Mm-hmm. Key players being out. People understanding and learning about Haaland, second season syndrome there. Mm-hmm. Uh, international and European games and squad rotation from Pep. But with uh, I, I, that's not a good excuse. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying that's not a good excuse for them when they have the depth they have. If Pep's not using they his do, team but they're not they're not playing together regularly, and uh, it's just not clicking as much uh, as it has done in the past. I, I'm just saying I don't think it's one thing. I think it's all of those things. Um, They've won five out of the last Premier, five out of the last six Premier Leagues. It's got to be hard to keep motivation going. Yeah, I, no matter how much you're paid, mm-hmm. it's got to get hard. comfy. Yeah, and you were playing Wolves. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very easy. That's a trap game for City when they're down some of their key players, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Yeah, we'll just roll through this this team that could be fighting relegation," and then all of a sudden they surprise you. And I, I mean, that's. Fair play to Wolves. It's not just because City was bad. They played really, really well. Um, Tom, what do you think of City? What do I think of City? I mean, yeah. What, what do you think about their run of bad form right now? This is as bad as we've seen them play for a stretch in, I don't know. Long it's, may it continue. Long may it continue. That, but it won't. Yeah. yeah very <laughs> they're, true. They're just going to pick up the pace yet again. And they're Holland There's machine. Be, they're, we're waiting for one game where Holland scores eight goals. Oh, yeah, I know it's going to happen. Two games ago, I started back in City to win. Because all through the season, I said that City were going to lose yeah. in my prediction league. And yeah. As soon as I said, that's it. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to back City for the win from now on. They keep losing. So you're the key. Uh, apparently, yeah. See what wow. I've got today. You are the key master. I know. I'm so glad I'm not I the keeper. I'm going to shock everyone here and say I see f- Wolves probably being ahead of Forrest and Fulham before the end of the year. No. Um, I, uh, I, got, I got a good feeling. And I know I've been the one that's been down on Wolves. I've been the one that's saying that I'm predicting them to get relegated. I'm the one that's that's been anti-Wolves for two seasons. You're just hedging now. your bets now? No, I don't think so. I think the other teams are just bad. I see Brentford going up higher. Forest are a good team. They've sorted it out. Mm-hmm. They're they're a good team, but again, we've I, got them in two weeks. Yeah, and that's again that's one of those ones that we'll talk about in a couple of episodes that that could easily be a trap game for Liverpool. Um, but I just see Wolves, and you know what? Maybe they're just playing really good right now, and they'll drop back to to the to what they really are. But um, I don't know. On the table, thirteenth to twentieth are going to stay thirteenth to twentieth. You think Luton Brentford too? Huh? No, I don't think they'll stay in those positions. Oh. I think thirteenth to twentieth. I think Brentford are a little low right now. I could put Brentford up there with with Fulham and Crystal Palace. Yeah, that's um, where I would. But say um, but yeah, I'll, for now I'm going to say that thirteenth and down are going to stay pretty much like that. I think Bournemouth and Luton switch places. Yeah, unfortunately. I'd like to see Luton. I'd like to see Luton stay up and Everton go down. Yeah. Though, that would mean that Everton's next game against us, which is this weekend, is their last time at Anfield for a little bit. Good. Good. They don't appreciate it. <laughs> um, anything else on the table? Uh, Fulham. What's up? Uh, Fulham. They'll, they'll I have like no opinion there. about them oldest club in london interesting okay but they are fulham so i guess the point is who cares i wouldn't be sad with seeing anybody from fulham down go down no heck, me neither heck a lot of them 
I wouldn't be uh, saying from anyone had, from United going I was going to say from, aim from Crystal Palace. So <laughs> take the top eight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, what I've just, I seem to just be advocating for a Super League almost, don't I? Ooh. Uh-oh, don't say the S word. Oh, no. Don't say the S word. Oh, say we're going to talk about that in another episode of the, champ- the new Champions yeah, League format. Yeah, I'm still yeah, going through yeah. that. Wow, yeah, that, there's so that many changes. This me off. Um, Burnley, I want to talk about them last before we move on. Um, I guess what the move for Vincent Company at this point is to do exactly what Forrest did last year, which yeah. is stop trying to play the football that worked for you in the championship and start playing survival football in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. And I think once they do that, I've said it on previous episodes that some people uh, wrote in and disagreed with, saying that uh, they couldn't people believe People wrote in? How do they find the address? P.O. Box 1. <laughs> Answers on a postcard, please. Uh, <laughs> please please send a stamped envelope in as well. You know what I'm talking no, about. No, go on. What, 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 what was pigeon? the criticism well, you received? The, the criticism was that uh, I'm saying that one of the greatest defensive midfielders in Vincent Company doesn't know that he needs to defend. I think, yeah, I actually very much agree with you on that. He doesn't want to. I think pride is getting in the way. I agree. It doesn't matter that you were a great defensive midfielder. He was a student of Pep. He wants to play like Pep. He doesn't have the team to play like Pep. He needs to go back to basics and Arteta did the same thing. Indeed. Retain your position in the Premier League and uh, then kick on from there. Yeah. You got to survive first and then the money will come in and then you can Burnley was only in the Premier League two seasons ago when they last got relegated mm-hmm. so you Sean know Deitch indeed yeah I hope, he, Mourinho. I hope he does the same great job with Everton uh, he's working on it um, but I it's just think it's not Sean Deitch's fault Everton is no, not, it's not Sean Deitch's no, fault absolutely it's, not uh, no, it's it's years of mismanage yeah yeah, years of mismanagement have... He knows what he took on there. He thoroughly expects to get relegated. He hopes he'll survive and mm-hmm. see the new stadium, but um, he thoroughly expects to get relegated. Yeah, for sure. And Sean Dyche is, despite some struggles, he is a quality manager. He's mm-hmm. just been stuck in shit teams for a long time. He's a mid-table player. They're his manager. choices. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have to take them. No, but, but who else he, is going to give him exactly. a job? So. Charlton, go to Charlton. I mean, Mark Hughes just got relieved of his job at Bradford City. I remember when he was the manager of Blackburn. (laughs) Man City, in fact. Are you guys following, we'll kind of end this segment on that. Uh, Have you guys been following anything in the EFL? uh, Who seems like they're playing quality football down there? Haven't really paid attention to the championship. I usually pay attention around game 15 or so. Yeah, that's coming up. Leicester? Leicester looking like they're coming up. Leicester looking pretty strong. Ipswich Town. Ooh, Ipswich, think, cool. Is that right? I think I think I'm right it's there. very early to make predictions about that, but I, I don't know. There, I, there's I a like lot them. of football. There's 46 games. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of football. All right. Any other thoughts? I have lots of thoughts, but nothing about football. Uh, oh, okay. Well, we'll save that for another episode. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about Liverpool's clash, the first derby with Everton. Welcome back, listener. It is Derby Day for Liverpool and Everton. Technically, it was Derby Day last week for the women. That's true. Yeah, no, they lost not, one nil. No, not a good result. Yeah, they've lost. I think three matches. No, no, no they were unbeaten. Uh, unbeaten to the start of the season. Liverpool were first. Lost no, 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 no. I mean against Everton, their last three fixtures. Oh. I think they lost all three. Yeah. Wow. Unfortunately, um, but that's neither here nor there. We're looking at the men's team, and uh, it is one of. 
how many 1230 posts international break kickoffs have we had which is 730 our time i believe it's 14 yeah it's 14. crazy i mean how does this keep happening to liverpool over and over because we've got another one against city after the next international break it isn't a conspiracy theory it's conspiracy. just bad luck yeah yeah and it's just claps liverpool too it's but. just bad luck. There's a whole bunch of reasons. Like, you know, the police didn't want the game played at the five o'clock slot against uh, um, Man City because they didn't want people drinking all day and then starting pro- fights. And so that's why the game has been moved to twelve thirty because the police safety concerns. They don't really. They don't want fans to be tanked up because it lead to more problems or milling around in in Liverpool all day. So okay, probably a fair. Then they take trains into account. Think of all the trains that have to go to northeast from London. All so that. So the bigger fans. fixtures tend to be the ones that get the. There's a whole bunch of reasons. Uh, it, it it doesn't. It's not a great look, but I, I don't yeah. think it's anything more. Than no, I'm not shouting conspiracy so. here. Generally, I don't believe most of that shit. Um, what is that? Aluminum or aluminium on the top of your head? Nothing yet. We'll see. Um, VAR key. No, I'm not going. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you are right. in a few minutes. Going to do it. Anyway. Uh, are we talking about the Brighton game? Liverpool and... Ev- oh, God. Yeah, we already <laughs> wow. went over that. You're just going to give them PTSD. <laughs> also, that's a, an hour and a half of life we're not getting back. So... Oh, it was a Spurs game, but anyway, yes. Yeah, Spurs. Well, Brighton had it too. I know. Um, are we ready to be kicked around by Everton? And I don't mean score-wise. I mean, they're probably literally going to try to kick us around like they always do. I imagine they will with Sean Dyche um, there. I think that's they'll try and get under our skin as normal. And uh, it has proved pretty effective for lots of teams this year. Liverpool have had a lot of red cards. If, yeah. if you were playing Liverpool, wouldn't you try and agitate Jota? Wouldn't you try and agitate Jones? I know he won't be playing. I know they won't be playing. I would say Jota but, will be. So um, No, yeah. the one you're going to try to Darwin. agitate is the one that headbutts him on mm-hmm. Darwin. Darwin. He's, he's now, been it, doing better. but We are a year on from that, but... But yeah, if you're Everton, I think that's the play. You, man for man, you're outmatched in every single category. Yeah, they don't stand so, a chance if they play fair. So it's going to be some shithousery. Well, on the Premier League channel on, on uh, Peacock today, they happened to have uh, Liverpool-Everton derby from 2011-12, I believe. And it's so funny to like go back and watch games from 10, 15, 20 years oh. ago. And they all, it's always been the same thing forever. Oh, I watched some horrendous tackles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh just brutal. Like, you know, going through people in the, in the midriff. I yeah. stuck something up yesterday on our big group chat, on something I found on Reddit, and the tackles that were going Oh, yeah, yeah, I watched that. Like, exactly. uh, Gerard was like sliding across the ground. You're like, whoa, that's a red card defense today. never get over it. No. There, was, there was one challenge where uh, it was Suarez, and I forget who the Everton captain was at the time, the skinny little white guy with the fancy hair. Was that uh, narr- Coleman? Th- that narrows it down. Um, no. No. Leighton Baines. No. That also sounds about right. No, and it was actually funny because when the match starts, they're coming down the tunnel, and uh, he pats Gerard on the back and goes to shake his hand, and Gerard just completely snubs yeah. him. What a c-word! Um, and then so Suarez is going up for a ball, and the defender just flies in and kicks him dead in the knee, like not even it's like mm. the high, but. It, Fair tackle. It's a yeah. Back then it was. <laughs> that would have been a straight red in VIR land. Um, but anyway, that's the old Everton. We're talking about the new Everton, who are absolutely shit. Dire, 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 dire. Uh, their last five results are a loss to Arsenal, a win against Brentford, a win against Villa, 
a loss to Luton and a win against Bournemouth. So the only real outlier there is is the win against Villa. I don't know what the hell. They look very good. There. And again, I've been saying week in, week out that they're they've been playing better than their results have um, suggested. So, and they're going to be up for this game. So it's going to be a tough one as always. Yes, they're going to kick lumps out of us. That's what Sean Dyche does. That's what Everton do. I, it's going to be a tough game. I hope to get out of there injury free. But I, I don't actually see any any jeopardy for Liverpool. Liverpool have the quality to avoid. As long as they keep their discipline, Liverpool have the quality to easily win this game. So to your point, Everton currently have a 6.92 team match rating through eight weeks, which puts them 11th in the Premier League. So to a degree, you're right. They are a better team than their results say. Not by much. They've Mm -hmm. had one of the easiest schedules, according to Opta thus far through the year, and they have not played like they have one of the easiest schedules. Um, So also Calvert-Lewin back fit and scoring goals. Yep, yep. Calvert-Lewin's back. They've got, uh, I'm not even going to try to say Decore's first name. Uh, I I just have no clue. And then uh, they have Onana, who's another key player in there. Um, But no goals, no assists. I mean, their top three players by by rating have a total of five goals between them. So there it takes one to win a game. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they're they're not great. <laughs> no, they're not. Pickford, uh, Trakowski, Onana, Young, and Decore are Ducore. the only ones that have started all eight games. Okay, interesting. Calvert-Lewin was hurt. What was his injury? Does anyone know? I have no idea. Um, Off the top of my head, I don't know. Not important. He is back. Um, Sean Dyche has 12 years in top flight football in England. We saw 12 years of mediocrity. 12 years of mediocrity. We were just talking when we were doing our little prep conversation that he is very solidly a good middle of the table Premier League manager. I don't think he's horrible. I've seen really good stuff from him, but he's fighting an uphill battle. Brendan Rodgers, David Moyes. Brendan Rodgers, David Moyes. Who else would you put in that like good, not great category? Who else is kind of... M- Mark Hughes. No, Mark Hughes is just shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Roy Hodgson. Yeah, yeah, good. He's whoa, amazing. Whoa, whoa. He's still alive. Roy Hodgson is... I'd put him a little bit better. Nowadays, He was. he's a bit meh. He's a bit shitter. But... He got Fulham to a, a UEFA champ, uh, UEFA um, league Europa. final, Europa League. Ooh. Yeah, well, no, 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 it was UEFA UEFA okay. Cup. Okay, uh, and they still got relegated. I think. Mm. Well, Waterford and Burnley <clears throat> certainly uh, probably have strong opinions about Sean Dyche. Uh, what kind of football does he play? What, what what are we expecting to see out of the team? Organized, dogged, determined is how he uh, plays. Okay, I thought you were on about. Uh, Stan Collymore's weekend. Just <laughs> <was> dogging. <laughs> a lot of kicking. Very aggressive, I would say, because it's about the only play he's got. Um, we always walk away with lumps from from these matches. Um, but the upside is we usually walk away from these matches with a result, which is nice. Um, is he so a four four two man or a four five one man? For Everton, I yeah. would have to think four four two against an He's attacking just Liverpool. Back four? I would, oh, I would guess. How else are they going to play against Liverpool? Our attack mm. is so potent. Seven in the defense. Yeah, yeah. He's going to have to park the bus and just 
try to I, I don't see Everton being able to come out aggressively the way we saw with like Brighton and, and those teams. They, they, they will try it though. They'll try it. It's gonna it's gonna fail miserably. I mean they don't have the midfield engine to be able to really press against Liverpool, I don't think. So they're gonna have to try to fight back on the counter. I can't imagine them spending a lot of time in our final third. Um, and if they do, I just don't see with our new midfield, I don't see how they're going to have any control of the ball. I don't see how they're going to really penetrate through the midfield. Um, yeah, I really think that our midfield is really taking shape, especially Zaboslai. Um, if we can control that and do what we do best, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping Trent comes on and utilizes some long balls because... They're always great to Diaz and yes, sir. hopefully we can uh, play them through the middle and over the top and they are just fucking confused. I don't even think we're going to confuse them. I just don't think they're going to have the quality to be able to keep up with us. Um, and I know that, listen, no matter how good or bad each team is, this is always going to be a trap game for Liverpool because of the rivalry. Um, they always step way up against us. And Neil said this, you know, he wants him relegated because, I mean, why don't you speak your own point? No, I just, it's always a tough game. It's, uh, we play a lower level team and it's in a really difficult game for us. Whereas Man City, Man United, they play Everton, it's an easy game for them. Right. And so it, to me, it becomes one more big six style game for us. Uh, you know, United City, that's a derby. Mm-hmm. There are already two established teams Tottenham Spurs. Derby already two established renowned teams. You mean Arsenal Spurs? Sorry, um, yeah, Arsenal Spurs. So then we have Liverpool Everton. They're crap, but we get to play a tough match. So I I just want them gone because it removes two tough matches from our schedule. I feel I feel as though it's two extra tough matches. When you mean tough, you mean like violently tough, like tough tackles, not tough as in like. Well, no, they also elevate against us. They do elevate. I do think it's a tough game, and it's difficult for me to make that argument because we beaten them every year for years but um not entirely true but but it's it's tough yeah yeah we have to fight a lot harder than other teams yeah. do against everton because they play us just really 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 tough mm-hmm. they beat us in 2021 by the way yeah but we were half a team at that point that was the year that we got absolutely destroyed with injuries we had Verge was down, Becker was down, everyone was down. Yeah, we drew two two before that as well, and then we came back and slaughtered them four one. Yep, uh, they have it. We've been unbeaten against Everton for the last two years. Uh, they drew against us last year early on when we were having that really bad stretch, but then we absolutely mm-hmm. annihilated them in the next fixture. Two 0 Yep. Um, so, what are Liverpool's keys to success, Tom? Why don't you uh, give me your insight? How do we beat Everton other than just being a better team? Um. Honestly, we beat them on the field with some good old giga person. Uh, slash their tires in the parking lot. Uh, no, that's LSU. Never mind. All right. <laughs> uh, college football makes an appearance. Very rare. Um, nothing wrong with college football. Um, I think we can pass them. Like, as I said, our creative midfield right now is brilliant. Brilliant. Like, challenge Pickford at every cost. Even when he's lying on that fucking ball. Yeah. Just not don't stop shooting. Neil, what do you think? Simple. Show up. Show up. That's good. I like it. Um, I'm inclined to agree with both of you. Um, I'm actually very excited. Do we want to do our lineups? Sure. Let's do that because I like I, I've got some things to say. Do you guys mind if I go first? 
this round? Gone. Is that a no? I just felt like I needed to disagree with you because that's what I do on this show. But, <laughs> but, uh, but I'm going to acquiesce. I'm going to give you this one. Yeah, you go first, Nick. All right. So I'm going to start uh, front to back here. So I've got Salah, Darwin, and Diaz. Well, I agree uh, with you so far. Front. Uh, I got Zobo and McAllister on the wings with Trent playing number six. Interesting. I see why you wanted to go first. Yes, I, I did. Do not. Uh, I do not have any of that. And then I have Gomez, Kanate, VVD, and Simi in the back because Rabo's out with his injury. And then Allison and goal, obviously. Now, we spoke quite a bit on last week's episode about McAllister's not a number six. That's very, very clear. Uh, Gravenberch is still new to the team, and I don't know if we can, even though I'm very high on him, as I think we all are, I don't know that we can truly trust him to play that number six role completely yet. Meanwhile, we saw Trent play absolutely incredibly as a deep-lying midfielder for England. He has played that role at the towards the end of last year, the second half of the season last year, incredibly well. I say we don't have a number six, and Gomez has really shined in the right-back role. Screw it. We've got both players. It's not going to hurt against a team like Everton because their attack is not going to be a Man City. we got to play it safe. We can afford to experiment a little bit here. Mm-hmm. And really, I foresee... Trent's future probably being that roaming number six. Mm, it's hard to disagree with you, but I'm disagreeing with you. Okay, go on. I think that... Well, give us give us your lineup, and then we'll circle back to Trent. All right. So, Ali, Trent, Virgil, Kanate, Simi, Grabenberch, Zobo, Maka. I'm sticking with Maka. <laughs> uh, Salah, D- Darwin, Diaz. Okay. Trent, his work on the wing, yes, cutting into the middle and opening up that space and moving our midfielders forward, great. I know Salah's pushing on age and he's not getting the quality out of him as we used to. Mm-hmm. The person that comes in... I mean, fil- that's not true, but go on. Okay, think of Salah three years ago. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Better than Salah today. As a goal scorer, sure. Yeah, that's As a talking. complete player. Oh, yeah. As a goal scorer alone. Sure, fair. <clears throat> now, imagine if we have Trent of today back then with him. That, meaning? Meaning that we're, we should keep Trent where he is. We find a, a replacement for Salah when time comes, mm. but make sure that they are able to match with Trent because I don't think Trent moving into the middle will make sense. We have both Zabosli, we both have McAllister, Endo, Gravenberch, Jones, I dare say it, Elliot. Mm. We have enough in there. If we're not doing enough and we have to pull from our backs and use Gomez, who is a center back, not a real right back. He's not a center back. He plays better as a right back and they should just accept that that's his true position. Then he needs a little bit more experience um, meeting the man when he comes for a tackle. I agree. I agree. There's still room for improvement, yeah, but he yeah. has been but really, at this really moment, good. Trent is a, has to be that position. Well, I mean, we disagree, but I don't in think in my you're, general opinion. Yeah, your logic is not off there. I disagree, but I don't think in that times you're wrong. of trouble, Mother Mary. No, um, <laughs> we should throw Trent in the middle when we need it, and he should roam like that. Yes, but getting caught out of position is what we need to watch out for, and we don't have anyone that's smart enough. And I'm not saying we don't have smart players. We don't have any smart enough to watch that enough that they will slot back into his position when he's when he's caught out of position 
So we talked about this a little bit last episode, and I'm just kind of kind of reiterate that having a more traditional back four with Simi and uh, Gomez there gives Trent room to roam, kind of like late career Gerard dropped back into that kind of floating middle midfielder sure. and distributed. I really, really want to see us put everything. I, I want to see us commit to to attempting that with Trent for now. Now that we know we have like a Simi's not going to be able to do what Robo does. So we're already going to be changing our system slightly. Sure. He's not going to be able to have the pace that Robo has. He doesn't have the passing ability that Robo has, even though I think Simi is a world-class player. He just plays a little bit differently the same way Gomez does with Trent. Since we're going to have that, I don't know. I'm just, I'm excited to see Trent be able to thrive. And I believe it was this past weekend. He was asked, um, about what he believes his true role is. And even he's, he said at this point he doesn't know, but that he he is excited to play either role depending on what the team needs. Um, Neil, what are your thoughts? Swipe on different again. Oh, no way. Ever the contrarian. So, Ever the C word, all right. Um, Endo, holding midfielder. Endo. Over Gravenbridge. I've got Gravenbridge in my team. Okay. I have no McAllister. Oh, okay. So I have Boss, so Boss Lai, and Gravenbirch um, with Endo. So Gravenbirch and Sabas Lai on the wing, Endo yeah. playing the holding. I do indeed. Six. Uh, okay. And um, and then I toyed with Gomez instead of VVD. Uh, in the end, I went to settle for VVD. I toyed with Gomez. He didn't play in the international break. He's fresh. Uh, it's Everton. Uh, we've got another game coming up afterwards. So. Uh, you know, I was looking at who has played a lot of games, and uh, Trent played one game in the international break. Kanate two, VVD two, Samikas two, Saboshlai two, Endo two, both in Japan. A lot of travel there. So oh, one yeah. of the things against Gravenberch, no, no games of course because he's he declined a call up and that put him out of favour. So now he isn't getting a call up. And then I didn't get round to looking whether Salah played twice and Nunes and Diaz. He did. So, Salah so yeah, I, we've got a bit of a rotation, I think, needed. And it is Everton, and it is Toulouse. I don't think... Toulouse is Thursday, though. Yeah, yeah, that's... I'm not too worried about that. But we played Saturday and then Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's I true. I mean, just... A little bit of rotation. They didn't... You know, we keep talking Toulouse about international are, break. There was no international break for their, most of the... Yeah, I get it. They're not that doing great. We have two games this week. Yeah, no, I get it. So, and we've just come back from international break and a lot of travel. And yeah. we didn't do great after the international break last time. That's fair. So, so anyway, I, uh, I'm I, I like. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, no, but I, I I'm curious to see where Gravenberch's best role is. I know he's traditionally a box to box, as far as we know now. But is he more of an attacking threat? Is he better in that? Can he be like a Gerard who's who's good in in both sides? I'm very curious to see. So I don't hate your lineup. I kind of I'm I'm curious if if that is what Klopp. You did. know, do I, do I think Klopp's going to go with this lineup? Probably not. No, no. he didn't call you. No, <laughs> no, he usually calls me, but he was busy. Um, so who do you have up front? Salah, Nunes, and Diaz. So that's pretty much that's what we all kind of mm-hmm. agree. Now Gakpo's hurt. Do we still prefer Darwin to Gakpo up front? Generally. Two different players, two different styles. Yeah, for sure. I was going to say something similar. I was going to say game to game. Depends on the opposition. Mm-hmm. So game to game. Uh, also depends how many minutes they've had. I'm equally happy with either of them. Okay. The challenge is adopting our style each half. Mm-hmm. If we play, you know, if we play a half with with um, Nunes and a half with Gakpo, it means playing two different 
Right, you have Styles. Darwin, who plays a traditional nine, versus Gakbo, who is probably better in a false nine role like Bobby. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. God, I love this game. Um, all right, so... It's testing at times, though. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, those are our lineups. Any other thoughts on that before we uh, take a break and move on to our predictions? No? no. Going once, going twice. Let's take a break. Welcome back, listener. Let's look at the rest of the fixtures for this weekend and uh, give our predictions. Just a reminder, I'm coming up fast on all of you in the Come On Red Men Cup. Oh, so, yeah. we Like a sheep? <laughs> oh. It's coming on. Not coming uh, I, am, I hear your footsteps and I am shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool, Everton. Tom, lead us off. I'm going with a 3-0 win. All right. Might, need a, might need a hat later. I'm going with a 3-1 win. I've got a 4-1 win. Wow. The hat is um, going to be served to Nick. <laughs> Man. I think the hat might have to be served in three slices. Uh, this is in, in, in our, uh, our, our Come On Red Men Cup. I always struggle with the Liverpool match because I'm ever the optimist with the team. So. I'd like to say you struggle with the rest of them too, but as you've got a very healthy lead, it's I can't lead. throw any shade. <laughs> How about Brentford Burnley? Brentford 1, Burnley 0. Brentford 2, Burnley 0. Uh, Brentford 2, Burnley 1. I don't trust Brentford's back line. Uh, how about Bournemouth Wolves? Nil all boring <laughs> snorefest. Ooh. <laughs> I wrote down 1-0 to Bournemouth. I, I actually think the Wolves are going to win this game, but I'm going to stick with what I wrote down, 1-0 Bournemouth. Okay. I've That's got, how you lose points, Neil. <laughs> That's how you lose points. I've got 2-1 Wolves. I think they're in a good stretch of form, and Bournemouth looks awful right now. Um, I do still think they'll probably score a goal, though. How about Forrest and Luton? Another match of the week. 2-1 Forrest. 3-1 Forrest. I have 2-0 Forrest. I have no idea who would score a goal for Luton, so I just said, well, then they probably aren't going to score. Name one Luton player. Okay, let's move on. Bell. <laughs> Smith. Is that, is that <laughs> Bell is a defender, I know that. I no <laughs> I've got two in my fantasy team, and I don't know who either of them are. I legitimately Because they're worth 4.5 points. <laughs> I don't think that I have watched a single Luton match this season so far. I'd Did rather, they play Spurs? I'd rather watch Drogheda United play... That one I watched. Mm. You'd rather watch what? Drogheda United play Wexford Youth. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> How about a? Uh, I think this match coming. This is going to be one of my favorites of the week, yeah, or at I least it, I think City Brighton. What do we got for that? Three two City. Eight nil City. No, I haven't. I've got. <laughs> I've got two one. I have three two City. Oh no way! Good shout. Three yeah. two. Yeah. Mm, I think wrong. that's that's going to be that's yeah coming from you. That's the, <laughs> that's that's going to be a great match. I'm really excited. I, I have a feeling that's why I went 3-2. I think there's going to be a lot of goals scored there. I think City's going to come back, and now that at least Rodri should be back for this match, yeah? I think he served all three of his yes, suspensions. Okay, so him coming back, um, I don't know. I just see that. They're, they're, they're not going to let Brighton get anything easy. Newcastle and Palace, what did I put here? That is 2-0. I also have 2-0. Yeah, I'm changing my score. I think I thought it was a different No, you stick with it, Nick. 
You stick Absolutely with Absolutely not. I'm going to say 3 0 Newcastle. I don't know where I. Okay. I had 4 2 written down. I mean, I can write that down too. No, 3 0. Um, yeah, I think Palace. They they win against bad teams, lose against good teams. That's why they're always comfortably mid table. Chelsea Arsenal. Is this is a London derby. Is there two yeah. 0 Arsenal? One 0 Arsenal. I have three one Chelsea what? or Arsenal. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wait, he, he said it. I wrote it down. No, <laughs> no, three one Arsenal. Said he meant it. Three one Arsenal. Hopefully Nicholas Jackson scores a goal because I like him. Um, Sheffield and United. One nil United. Yeah. Two one scum. I have which two United was I talking about? <laughs> two, two nil United. Uh where is the one coming from Sheffield against Manchester United? Who I always who I always say it comes from. Archer. Oh. That's yeah. what I always say. Fair. Fair, fair. How did you write mine? One nil to the scum. scum. Yeah. Okay. Uh how about Villa and West Ham? I think this is gonna be another really good game. Two two. Yes, you what the score was, not what you're wearing for the game. <laughs> Borrowed off your wardrobe. <laughs> what a weird thing to say. <laughs> Why is it so frilly, Neil? Uh, I have one one. What a strange thing to say. <laughs> okay. Have you never listened to our podcast? I have. Uh, is that we one have just, some strange fucking things. I know we do, but that one was, was really out there. I have 3-2 to Villa. Which is way too many goals. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, and then well, so far you've got four one, a three two, a three nil, a three one, a three two. It's gonna yeah, be a no, goal I, fest. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Yeah. I think the City Brighton one for sure. Villa and West Ham. I don't know. It's probably gonna be two one, but I already said three two, so fuck it. Spurs and Fulham. Here comes my curveball. One nil Fulham. Ooh. Okay. I hope. Yeah, I'm two, two nil Spurs. I'm, I also have. Two I'm praying Spurs. to the deity with the fat tummy and the bald head. <laughs> I'm going to come back this week I'm going to pass Tom I've got a feeling it's going to be good you're more like pass out <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how well we play against Everton um, so I think that's going to wrap it up about now for us uh, let's do closing thoughts Tom lead us off again I know we're coming back from internationals but I'd like us to as Neil said earlier show up um, come out to the field, look strong, don't bite, don't bite. Mm. Um, well, Suarez isn't in the team, so I think. Well, you're that all right. too. <laughs> don't headbutt either. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Fucking Uruguayans. <laughs> um, yeah, just show up, come out, be present. Um, man on challenge. Don't go in too excessively. They're going to look for it. They're going to whinge, cry. Pickford is going to be T-Rexing on his floor again. Yep. Hopefully he gets a, a lot of over. diving. Be prepared for a lot of diving. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts. Um, Everton are scum, and I hope they get trounced 3-0. Love it. Neil? Yeah, I mean, I said before, show up. I just want to see us come back after the international break and look a little bit more lively than we did after the last break. I shouldn't be difficult getting up for the Everton game. Can we make sure we don't get too up for it? I agree. I up for it. I thought you meant seven thirty a.m. I'm like, oh, it's a Saturday. It's seven o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, I'm I, for some reason I'm not that worried about this game. So, so yeah, I. He says victory. that we see him on Saturday morning going, "Oh my god, I'm worried about this game." <laughs> yeah, 
Ah, oh, they're gonna win. They're gonna. Oh, we're up we're two nil, and, and there's two nil. Oh, we should be down four nil. Just like last week against Brighton, I predicted a healthy victory, and I'm predicting a healthy victory again. Okay, I like it. Um, it's Derby Day. This is always a fun match. Uh, I'm looking forward. I believe this to is it. the 243rd Derby Day. Is it really? I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's an ages-old rivalry. It's always uh, it's always an exciting one for us. Um, I don't feel like it's as exciting as the City and United matches are. You know, at least not at, like it was a couple of years ago. But I am. Uh, I, I'm honestly, I didn't realize how much I, li- I I miss Liverpool until we have a weekend without a game, and I'm just sometimes through the the, the year, it's like, God, they got two games this week. Oh my goodness. Uh, but when we don't have a game, it really reminds me how much I love this team and how much I miss uh, watching them beat up on our rivals and coming in here and talking to you guys about it. So, uh, yeah, my closing thought is come on, Liverpool. Come on, Redmen. Whatever. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Chat to you soon.